The Okie Geek Podcast is brought to you by Okie Comics, a bi-monthly anthology publication showcasing the talents of Oklahoma creators with stories featuring Oklahoma. Copies are available at Half Price Books, New World Comics, Speeding Bullet Comics, All-Star Comics, Amazing Action Comics, Luton XP, Boarding House, Paseo Plunge, Museum of Osteology, and Commonplace Books, with more locations coming soon. You can find out more at okiecomics.com. Greetings and salutations, my fellow geeks, and welcome to episode 124 of the Okie Geek Podcast. I'm Michael Cross. And I'm Joshua Unruh. Joining us this week is local science fiction author Preston Marshall. Preston, welcome to the show. Hey, good morning. It's great to be here. Tell us, uh, you've got two books published so far, is that right, with a third one on the way? Yes, that is well, correct. Tell us about these books. Yeah, so it is a uh, alien invasion story um kind of inspired by starship troopers and uh, gears of war was kind of a big influence for me uh, a little bit of ender's game in there with just some uh, kind of trying to create a guy that can kind of fix everything mm -hmm. and uh, i just kind of wanted to do something like super action-packed and fun and just uh so i'm hearing more like starship troopers the movie than Starship Troopers, the book. Yeah, I haven't actually, I've, it's on my list. Like I've been meaning to read Starship Troopers forever. You're good, man. <laughs> but like I saw the movie like a million years ago and yeah. I was like, this is so awesome. Listen, unless <laughs> you are super pro-fascism, I'm serious. You're probably good on the on the, on the the book. Yeah. But yeah, that, that was, I had read it when I saw the movie and I was like, boy, they sure are making fun of fascism a lot. <laughs> good for them. Wasn't the whole idea behind it with Hitler had actually beat one in, in World War II or something like that behind Starship Troopers? No. Oh, okay. I don't know. Also, Hitler's World War II. I think you just said World War I, which is super Did funny. it really? Uh, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> wow. Anyway. Yeah, yeah no. Really, really uh, bad. Uh, Starship Troopers, the movie. I'm, I'm, I was a little worried when you said So now we've... We're good. We're good. <laughs> yeah. what's, what's the name of this series? Uh, it is called The Lion Blade Saga. The Lion Blade Saga. And it is science fiction. Yes. That sounds awfully fantasy. <laughs> well, I, I definitely wanted to do a little bit of both. You uh -huh. know, I mean, there's still sword fights and there's still like uh, some magic and stuff a little bit. Um, trying to take the magic more in sort of a science, you know, kind of genetically engineering people to have yeah. like superpowers kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, but still kind of have a little bit of supernatural stuff in there. Like, um, like some of the telepathy stuff, like they go into like a spirit world kind of thing when they're oh, like yeah. communicating with the other telepathically and like uh, there's shadow creatures in there they kind of end up fighting so it's kind of like demons and stuff they're kind of dealing with in the psychic realm so i'm into that it's yeah <laughs> i would like to do science fiction but also have all the toys of supernatural stuff can yeah. i do that yeah yeah, yeah. absolutely just build that scaffolding it's <laughs> exactly. cool yeah so that's astral was... plane yeah. yeah i always love like dream worlds and stuff so i was like i gotta put something like that in there i mean that's a uh, that's at least part of Stranger Things. So, yeah, exactly. you know, oh, yeah. Zitgeist. Get it. <laughs> Get it. Absolutely. That's fantastic. So how long did, how, when did the first two books come out? Uh, we got the first one out in uh, July. So was that 20, I guess that was 2016. Oh, that's not And then bad. we uh, just put the second one out in, uh, it was either October, November. I can't remember the exact. Twenty seventeen. You got a new one coming out in twenty eighteen. They're like Steve, uh, Stephen King. There, just one every year. Just I'm trying. Put them all out. <laughs> like I figure, if I don't act like a professional author, I'm never going to be a professional. That's author, right. So <laughs> got to get after it. You know. Yep. I, I, that's all I have. Yes. <laughs> yes you Amen. Do. Seconded. Same. Yeah. So I'm trying to do one about every nine months. That's kind of the goal. Mm -hmm. So I think it's going to be about ten books when it's all done. So ten. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't. I don't plan like that. <laughs> I don't do that. Did yeah. you did you have kind of an idea of where you wanted to go with this whole thing, or is it kind of writing itself? Uh, it is kind of writing itself. I mean, I did like when I really started on it, I did make a really general outline for like the whole thing, and I kind of know where the I, I kind of wrote like the last scene like <laughs> a long time ago. So I was like, as long as I can still get there, I think it'll be okay. <laughs> I think that's what J.K. Rowling did. I hear this, this <laughs> so often, and it's just like that. I hear that a lot. Well, I wrote the last scene, so I'm writing towards the last scene, and I'm like, this process mystifies me. <laughs> I couldn't not, do it either. I, not the way I operate. I just jump right to the last scene. There you go, game over. We win. <laughs> no, you have to build up to the anyway. Yeah. yeah. Did, did you did you put together kind of an outline idea that, that you kind of had wanted to go to? Is there a, is there a giant? Looks uh, like a like whiteboard at your house. Looks like a murder wall <laughs> with strings. Attached. I have like ten thousand Google Drive documents. Yeah. That's just kind of like that way. I don't lose them. I used Same. to have all these notebooks, and then I was like, "What if I have a fire or something? I'll lose everything." So I had to type it all up. Uh, yeah, for real. Yeah. I can't. I can't excise the notebook from my process entirely. Yeah. So thanks to I'm working on a bullet journal so that everything is in one notebook. Yeah. Right. So that if there's a fire. I just have to, it's like there's, it's sitting on top of the Mac mini. So it's just like pull the cords. And so <laughs> notebook, <laughs> Mac mini child. All right, let's go. But note the order. Right. Right. He's 10. He can probably see himself out the window. Right. Just point. The just computer and the around. notebook are only going with me. Right. Yeah. I, I, Let I, my I, wife get the dog. Yeah. Maybe some photos. See, I was telling my son that when I was young and I used to write, I just have notebooks and just did it all longhand. And he's like, really? How'd you? Like you just do it. I mean, there's no computers, there's yeah. no typewriters. Yeah. When you, you have no other option, you I mean, don't know. Eventually, I got a typewriter, but you don't know what you're missing. But yeah, I can't imagine that now. Like I, yeah. I knew an author who would longhand write his first drafts. Yeah. And then when he was typing them up, was basically when he he would edit, would edit second yeah. base. That was the second draft, and I'm just be like. But it takes so long it the does. first time. Like it I does. type so much faster than I write. Yes. Yeah, anyway, like, I still have a couple that are still just in paper copy, and it's just just the idea of typing them up is just a nightmare for me right yeah. now. It's like this is a thousand pages handwritten. Like this is gonna take me weeks to type this up. I need an intern. Yeah, yeah, yeah really. <laughs> and that, that was the other thing is when when I used to once I finally learned typing, I could I could on computers. My I found out my brain was was not moving so far. When you're writing longhand, your brain is usually two sheets yeah, ahead. Right. Like I I wait. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. <laughs> I was uh I was de- we'll, I swear we'll come back to your books. I was derided <laughs> in a chat this week for oh, really? typing too fast. It was like, can the rest of us? say anything and i was like get on my level yeah i don't want it to tell you of course i don't i've been in group me with you and yes there's a lot of times i'm like oh i should respond to the, oh no he's with it oh i should respond to the, no no he's gone on to the next very one. Oh, fast. i should respond to very this fast one. if you have time to respond i'm on my phone the problem is i could probably type as fast that's as you nice. i just not as clever so whenever i come up with my clever retort you've already moved on to a new <laughs> subject i don't know how i'm supposed to respond to that so the lion blade saga yeah Exactly. Check, check out that segue. Um, yeah. Okay, so you've got some weird, like weird science elements. Yeah, that's cool. You have is there is there a chosen one though? Like that's the big fantasy trope, and it's, and I think you said one guy. Like they're trying to engineer one guy. So it's a it's a a Captain America instead of an army of super soldiers type of situation. I don't want to spoil too much, but oh yeah, well, yeah, yeah like, then the, don't answer. Yeah, the idea, tell me what you can tell me. Yeah, the idea is that um, this is like in the first couple of chapters. So like, 
there's a there was a, like a third world war and like during that third world war they ended up finding a guy that had like a an ability that could create other people with his ability basically he was like uh like kind of the first superhero guy okay oh, cool. and like his special thing was that uh, he kind of gives off this radiation that mutates other people basically so okay. the idea was to so they don't a lot of get him. the same power yeah they it's a just, little different he for each person. mutates them into other things okay there yeah. we go and when, right. when does this take place um, I think I said it. Let's what did I put? In the not too distant <laughs> future. Yeah, it's about 150 years in the future. Oh, there we thing. go. Yeah, something like See, that. See, I, you know, and and do you find that it's you, you? Do you try to logically bridge the gap between here and then, or do you just go? This is how it is. When I tried to do a timeline, when I actually was like, okay, if this person was born here and then this happens here, like how old would he have to be yeah, for this yeah, to happen? It just real. started being a little crazy. So I was like, let's just put it a little bit further out. So it's not like, oh, this person's alive right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you I mean, be careful that can about make that writing them easier because you at least share some kind of uh, like worldview. Yeah. You know, but yeah. Yes, I get I find myself in these corners. See, my problem is that as a reader, I find myself trying to figure that stuff out. If he was born in this year and he was like uh, the tales of Lazarus Long, you know, that, you know, that uh, Robert Heinlein. um, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The longest living man. And the reason he'd been genetically designed to live a long life that they genetically and and also because he had a long life, eventually he lived to a point where they could replace body parts and replace. Oh, so, sure, sure. So then he was just simply the longest living man ever. And after reading it, I finally figured out the guy was born in 1987. Nice. <laughs> just because, you know, you get the clues. Yeah. And I don't know if Heinlein had meant to do that because this was obviously written before 1987. But it's just one of those things. And so I... I yeah, uh, but that's we, how my brain works. We're right. well past eighty-seven and don't have an infinity formula, and <laughs> right. I'm annoyed. No, that's no, that's when he was born. He actually lived for one hundred and fifty years before he finally got. To, they got to the point where they were cloning body parts to where you could, you would never have to yeah. lose an arm. Okay. They just clone your new arm, put it on. At what it's, point did he get the infinity formula? Because we're still past that point, and I don't have one. <laughs> right. I'm just well, calling we, it the infinity we, formula because I got Nick Fury on the brain. I'm sorry. Apparently, that's, well, they say twenty twenty forty five is when we're supposed to be able to live forever so yeah Ooh, I think I'll make it that far <laughs> I might make it there that's on Time Magazine I don't know I just saw the cover I didn't read the actual you know before article. 2016 that would have been really attractive right. <laughs> now yeah. I'm kind of like mm, yeah. it's a bleak existence when does it end oh right. it's not that it'll end it, that, I that mean mine end. no not yours well yes we it will well yes I mean. no I've <laughs> well, yes yours yes but not yeah I did yeah, never mind so, uh, the Lion Fleet Saga. <laughs> Russian <laughs> winter. <laughs> we, we tend to get off on tangents a okay. lot, Preston. So, you so. have a loose timeline. Yeah. And, yeah. And so, but there's a big third world war. Yeah. Was this, did you, so, did you use this uh, in a World War One manner of let's retard our collective progression? Or did you use it in a World War Two manner of let's jumpstart our yeah, it's more of a jump start because, yeah. like, mm-hmm. it's kind of like the uh, the human genetic engineering kind of scientific revolution, kind of. So, like, they start being able to actually customize people a little bit and start being able to uh, basically cultivate superpowers in people and things like that. Is that the cause of the Third World War or a outcome? Like, like better soldiery, designer yeah. genes for soldiery, or was it? Oh no, we're fighting these somewhat perfect people. What's the uh, well, or am I am I getting into spoilery? <laughs> I like the idea of it being somewhere like an economic thing, like the world economy oh, yeah, kind of collapses. Oh, yeah, you can afford. That's kind of you know, how World War II sort of happened anyway. So that 
kind of yeah. makes sense to me. It's like the world economy kind of collapses and everyone's like, well, I guess we just have to fight over the resources now. I'm into so that. That's kind of the way I imagined it going down. Fewer resources. That's always a good reason to fight more. Yeah. Also, collapsing around the cost of designer jeans is also really like 2018. Right. Like it's real... It's like a Russian winner. I'm telling you. Okay. We were out of skinny jeans, so we have to go to war. <laughs> right. Yeah, you know, food and water. And I meant and all that genetics. <laughs> yeah. Oh, designer jeans. <laughs> but both work. I think it's pretty good. Yeah, I, was, I, was thinking, I was thinking basically. The great Jordash wars of 1988. <laughs> no, I meant your genetic, designed in a lab genetic material. Not J-E-A-N-S. Hey, you know, I was figuring maybe, you know. Okay, wait. So there's, there'd be Starbucks where would be bases of, you know, okay. hipsters Anth- all over the world not knowing what to do. Anthology of science fiction stories based on homonyms. Right. Yes. So that the concept <laughs> is designer jeans with a G, but you're just going to change it to jeans with a J. Write your story. There you go. Nice. Everybody, we expect that. We'd love to hear about That's it. That's your homework. Be, you podcast. <laughs> I will accept an invitation to do to write. I will not be editing. <laughs> That's right. Anyway, okay. So, um, but this is after the Third World War. Yeah. yeah so, so we're actually having a Fourth World War with the alien invasion. Yes, okay. more or less. Yeah. So, and um, yeah. So basically, there's this. Uh, the guy has this power to create other people with powers. So um, basically, once he kind of comes around, there's lots of other people start popping up with the ability. Like any people he's like around, kind of start showing up with these abilities, and they mm-hmm. kind of try to get them all together to make like a fighting force that can end the war more or less. Um, and then kind of where we are now, like that fighting force is kind of trying to stop the aliens now more or less that that's a group that's kind of working at it okay so just for people at home yeah is the first book the getting them together or is the first book like they're together go do the thing um so basically the way it starts out is it's it's kind of like a civilian guy who's just sort of living in this world where the aliens have pretty much taken over everything and there's right. just people just trying to survive oh so we lost yeah great <laughs> kind of getting, okay good to know <laughs> getting we beat lost. pretty bad all right <laughs> Which, which is pretty much inevitable. Yeah. yeah. If the aliens come, we're pretty much... A united front, not united front. <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, so basically, like, the aliens, they invaded, and they they've, their war machine's kind of wearing down a little bit because they've, you know, this is not their home world. So they just, their, their war machine's getting weaker and weaker. And so finally, people are kind of starting to be able to live sort of normal lives again. And then uh, just all kind of hell breaks loose because they think, oh, we're good now. I'm like, oh, just kidding. Not really. Nope. <laughs> they're the still su- here. We reconnected still- <laughs> our supply lines. You guys are in a lot of trouble. We're, yeah. we're screwed. Yeah. Earthlings. Okay. And so then they have to get the superpowered dirty right. dozen. Yeah. yeah okay. So, and the, the main character doesn't know he has superpowers in the beginning. Uh, so oh, so pretty subtle. Yeah. So yeah. it's kind of like. Um, Can we know? Yeah. So basically, like, he just kind of discovers that during this first book. Do we? And then he gets recruited, uh, or yeah, something, yeah. right? That's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Okay, it that's where it's headed. That's why he's our yeah. point. Do we get to know what his super subtle superpower is, or is that too spoilery for talking? Um, Does it involve lions and or blades? <laughs> <laughs> well, he he kind of ends up having a similar power to the the original guy. Oh, like, okay. So that that's kind of why a he's catalyst. so like uh-huh. he's so special because like they uh, they kind of start running out of people. With the superpowers, you know, because no. they're all dying, <laughs> fighting the sure. aliens and stuff. And they've got the so they one need to guy. Get more, who knows? You know? And again, this is 150 <laughs> years in the future, so maybe this the one guy is like just uh, who could make other super people is just like gumming his tapioca, and they're like, man, if he goes, we're out of super people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, we found another one. For God's sakes. <laughs> That's talking about resources. Put right them there. On the lock. guy who yeah. can Put make superheroes. Yeah. 
<laughs> but yeah, so that, that's kind of why, why he's so important. Keep them video games. Keep them happy. <laughs> so you so you've you've put these together, and uh, you you how did you how did you publish? Did you self publish, or did you go through a company? Yeah, it's a it's a small independent publisher called Generation Z. Uh, they're kind of uh, their mission is sort of to publish younger authors that don't have a lot of resources, so it's really just kind of a just kind of a way to get started for people that are having a hard time getting started. It's not really easy. Cool. Yeah. Um, I, I, are they located local here? Or are they? Uh, they're in New Jersey, actually. Okay. I found them on the internet. You know, just sure. searching. You know, like you do when you're trying to publish something, you spend hundreds and hundreds of hours yeah. sending emails to people that never reply to you. And then you finally get one that replies to you and you're like, you're amazing. Let's work That's together. it. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like they, they won the sweepstakes just by writing to you. I'm right. doing that more on the uh, commissioning art side, but it's very similar. Yeah. It's very, I like your things. <sighs> like just yelling in the well. Hey, I like your stuff. Stuff. <laughs> stuff. <laughs> well, all right. I'll email three more people while I wait to see if that person responds. Exactly. Yeah. So that was, they, they were just the ones that were interested in it. So it was, I like them and they're really cool. I mean, they're small, so it's really personable mm-hmm. and I like that. So I actually pretty much talked to the, the company, yeah, the CEO, I guess, yeah. first stuff rather than just like going through a bunch of channels. Oh, so well, that's very nice. cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's a small, I think it's just a handful of people right now, but it's, it's cool. That's wonderful. And so where can people. All good internet companies are only a handful <laughs> of people. Exactly. Yeah. Amazon. <laughs> right. <laughs> You don't need millions of people or a second headquarters. Just evil. Getting eviler all the time. I'm just saying, they're getting eviler all the time. Yeah, well, you know, at least they're not Google. Today. See, I, <laughs> I remember winter. when Google was this little tiny internet search company. Right. And now it's taking Who's over gonna the win? world. Who's going to win? Is it Alta Vista? Is it Google? Is yeah. it GeoCities? I was, I was trying to use Northern Lights. I don't even know that one. That was, yeah, that was, that was my favorite one until Google came around. <laughs> Ask Jeeves was fun. <laughs> my son actually goes, we well, went about Yahoo, and I'm like, yo, that was still around there. And Netscape had its own little search okay, engine. Okay, now I'm imagining actual search engine wars, kind of like the designer gene <laughs> thing. I'm sure that was a thing, like in some back room of all these little internet yeah, startups. Yeah, I want to like, turn it into <laughs> like a know, real thing. Yeah. Like a full bore. <laughs> but yeah, Google, I remember when it was 1980, in, in 1999, the first time I discovered Google, I was like, this is a great search engine. And who knew? It would <laughs> now be. it's basically a search took. engine. Yeah. That's all it took. Now I have my Google Chrome at home. I search on Google. I, you know, everything. Yes. Mm-hmm. Google is there. Google. They're yeah, surveilling me right now. That's right. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> they have all my stuff in the cloud and drive. So I guess if they yeah. wanted to blackmail me for my entire life, they could do it. <laughs> please, please don't shut down my Google Docs. <laughs> right. Give me a little warning. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be way Gross. too much. Okay. Well, that's nice. So how long had you had the book in the tank before you found your publisher? Yeah. So uh, the, the early drafts I actually wrote in high school, so about 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were garbage, obviously, because I was like 15. But the basic kernel was there. Um, and then, you know, I kind of grew up a little bit, went to college, uh, got a degree in English, had some professors look at it who actually know how to write and stuff. Helpful. So they, yeah. they uh, kind of got me over the being terrible at writing part. And then <laughs> we just kind of went from there. And it took about two years of actual searching right. to find a publisher. No, I mean, about which 10 is fast years, for about some 10 people. years yeah. makes a lot of sense, honestly, because yeah. Yeah. the the professor the mentor side is generally going to be like structure like how does this thing actually work but the only way to get any good at writing things is to just write until all the crap words are out right and it takes (laughs) yeah a minute yeah Especially yeah. like, I mean, a, a rough draft is like the thing that takes so long. Like the editing is, I mean, it takes a while, but like 
you know, it's just fixing what's there. It's not actually making stuff like or planning things out. It's just it's the this, rough draft that's insane. I yeah. have just this week had this exact conversation where drafting is not really my problem. Um, and I was accused of being a planner, which I feel like is hilarious to actual planners. Yeah, because... But sure, comparatively, I'd like to know what my seven anchor scenes are. I'm apparently planning things. (laughs) It's just all relative and hilarious. You know, that that whole discussion of process. It's like, oh, you're a planner. I mean, I've got like one page (laughs) in bullet points. I guess if you plan anything, then you're you're a planner. planner. Yes, technically, because words mean things. But that whole plotter versus pantser thing, I'm like... Oh uh, yeah, I I know I know some people who who write out the entire the outline. They've got you know you're talking about s- several different scenes. I don't have the energy sure for that. Go in there and uh, have a you know everything everything already kind of written, and then you just fill in the blank spots. No way. Yeah. And, and seven I, scenes. Yeah. I have seven scenes. They're the ones you have to have. Yeah. For like you know Aristotelian three act structure. Yeah. I'll figure the rest out on the way. <laughs> right. See, I'm usually the kind of person I just sit down a blank page on a computer and just okay, get going. This is not shade for you. I could be that person, but I like to finish things. I know. That's not about you. It, it That's is about, about me. me. It is. How many times have I tried NaNoWriMo? Yeah, and I, I like to finish stuff. Two weeks in and went, eh, and I'm bored I'm now. not going to finish stuff if, uh, if I don't. If I don't at least make that much of a plan. I'm much better if I have a deadline. That's why you know, I write yeah. at work. And I, so I have to write things. Right. So Also people demanding that you give them things or they won't pay you. Yes. Right. <laughs> that does it too. That's what I say. Very I'm good helpful. at a deadline. If I have a deadline, I'm really good at it. I'm, but <laughs> I'm currently slightly behind deadline. Hi, Caleb. Hi, the Cinematropolis. Are you working. writing up a uh, blog for them? Yes. What's the blog on? Uh, I'm not. I'm, well, you know what? Sure. Uh, <laughs> no, it's fine because I'm swimming in Batman stuff. But let's just, we'll go down this rabbit trail later. Uh, I'm just not as far along on my research as I should be. Oh, so yeah. their upcoming... Um, theme is twisted romance, and uh, I, I, my first thought was I could write about double indemnity because that's always my first thought. Like that's it doesn't matter point. what your theme is, I'm going to be like, oh, I could probably work double indemnity yeah. into that. But I decided I will save double indemnity <laughs> <laughs> for some time when it really makes sense. And uh, and of course I'm swimming in Batman stuff right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, you know. The uh, Bruce Wayne Andrea Beaumont romance from Mask of the Phantasm dot 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 the best Batman theatrical release ever is pretty messed up. We're gonna break up and then we're gonna put on masks and we're gonna fight about it, but we don't actually know that we're fighting the person that we broke up with. All the while, the people who aren't in the mask are trying to get back together. What? Yeah, it's jank. Can't wait to write those. Those two. That's what you're gonna be writing. Yep. Yep. Just on that romantic. Yeah, because it's messed up. <laughs> it's messed up. It also yeah, kind of that. it also kind of re-breaks Bruce Wayne. Like he's broken enough. And then anyway, read read the article. There you go. Read the essay. Just saying. Which is coming out when you get it done. Listen, I'm not done with it. <laughs> exactly. So we can't read the, the whole article. point was this is a joke about missing deadlines, and you're asking me when it's <laughs> gonna come out. I don't know. So, so Preston, so you had to get, so you got your first one done. You got it first published. Yeah. Is that when you started writing the second one or did you kind of have an idea at that point? Um, so oh, I have a little bet with myself about this. Yeah. My, uh, so what I've, what I, all the notebooks, sure. <laughs> they actually go through about the fifth installment from nice. basically from high school. Now these college. notebooks, you say you, you're making hand signals like there's 
yeah, it's, lots it's of like them. a stack. So I mean, are <laughs> like, those are those more notes or are are oh, you like are, drafting? Those are the drafts. Oh, like you yeah. are dra- longhand drafting. Yeah, longhand <laughs> five novels. Man, it was, hell no. Yeah, I'm. So, I I just I couldn't be this guy <laughs> without the digital it's, age. It's painful. That's what I know. Like I'm pretty sure that's why I have like issues right. with my right yeah. hand right now. It's like I'm currently <laughs> learning how to write with my other hand. Oh, because man. this one's br- no, that's not true. <laughs> I, I like that's amazing. Like I type everything. Becoming ambidextrous just because of all the carpal tunnel. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> like, uh, but yeah, yeah no. Okay, well that's handy, anymore. right? Yeah. And, and, yeah. and that's yeah. Okay, okay. Are you concerned about what happens when you get to the end of the ones that are already like? I know you've got other notes because yeah. you're saying it'll be about ten books. But yeah. are you a little worried about the drafting process oh, on yeah, books six definitely. through ten? It's gonna probably take a lot longer. <laughs> I'm kind of trying to work as far ahead as I can, but like right now I'm trying to, you know, I'm kind of trying to stay current with what I'm publishing. So I'm trying to go back through it and make sure it's like all the, all the stuff I added actually, like all those threads follow through. No, that'd be, yeah. That's the tricky part. It's almost like whichever thing I like better, I'd have to do that. And then, um, or I'd have to do the thing that I don't like. So if it's drafting new stuff that I don't like, I would have to edit for every 10 pages of the longhand manuscript right. I edit, I get to go draft. Like whatever, carrot. I got a carrot and stick that thing. Yeah. Because I'd have to be, otherwise yeah. I would just be coasting on those six things yeah. and then just be like, Shit, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I, have a, I, have I mean, I know what idea. comes next. I don't have any of it written. <laughs> yeah. I have a pretty good idea what's going to happen in that uh, sixth one. I started on it a little bit. Like I got a, a couple chapters, but that's about all of it right now. And so this being a thing that you've written some years ago and over time, how much drift is there thus far? Like, are you still pretty much on your North Star or or is it, are they surprising you? Um, it's still pretty close. Uh, a lot of the new stuff is just some, adding some more threads just to make it a little more detailed and mm-hmm. a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, adding a couple more characters to kind of just flesh out the cast a little bit because it was a little, it was like five people and now it's like six or seven just to kind of make it <laughs> yeah. a little, like just a little more diverse, a little more interesting. You know, you don't want it to be a bunch of white guys fighting aliens. That's boring, <laughs> it's right? Boring. It's <laughs> like, so, you know, kind of changing some characters a little bit. And then uh, like uh, one of the threads I did add like through these last couple ones is um, there was always going to be like a, you know, a girl, you know, it's a guy and a girl. They get, you know, they meet up eventually, but like I wanted to kind of put her in a little wait, bit Wait, wait, wait. Alien fighting meet cute? Yeah, it's a is it? Absolutely. There's a rom com. There's <laughs> a, a rom com underneath mean, this. Yeah, you, you can't it. have a good story without some romance. There's always got to be something. Sure, you got to have a good rom rom com. So I wanted to work her in a little bit sooner because originally she didn't come in until like the fourth or fifth one, and then it was just kind of like who like who is this? Why do we care about her? Like, yeah. So I wanted to kind of work her in a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll, so we'll do they in. start out uh, um, obviously? romantically this may be spoilery do they start out <laughs> well you've already talked about it they're yeah, going to be romantically yeah, so, linked do they start out that way or do they hate each other and get to that point or what's the rumpus so uh basically like uh so she's one of the people that's actually on on the inside with the the superhero kind of group the superhuman oh. soldiers so she's kind of famous a little bit like everyone kind of knows her because she's like she's kind of like the chosen one everyone thinks ah. so like you know he kind of has always been aware of her because she's kind of like a celebrity so he's you know he's kind of got a always had a crush on her because she's you know she's hot right posters so, like, on the wall <laughs> yeah, of the person you eventually she, date super awkward she's like uh you know she's a celebrity she's like the the poster child for like the the re- resistance kind of yeah. you know so yeah, he knows about her and then you know eventually they meet and it's kind of like meeting your celebrity crush kind of thing so wow, it'll be pretty fun awkward. i think yeah right i like it <laughs> but I it's like fun it. wrong-footed that yeah. guy is not <laughs> hi i'm super not smooth and i'm going to be extra not smooth while talking to you how's it going <laughs> tripping exactly. over his own tongue and yes so when you i let me, 
when you're just doing drafts, yeah. it's always easy to go back and, and change. Oh, well, that, that I've gotten to a point where I need to fix that in the first. Now that these are published. Oh, it's easy. You can't go back and, and fix them. Oh, yeah, that's the nightmare. Because, like, you know, you'll go through it and you're like, oh, I don't know that I like that as much as I thought I did, like, when I was writing it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I could maybe Boy, that's another sneak reason. out a second edition maybe someday. Yes. Like, that's another reason. <laughs> I'm never going to play in 10 book series. Right. Like if it becomes one, great, but I'm just, I'm not going to play in one. Cause it's, yeah. no. cause if you get to like eight or nine and go, Oh man, chapter one of the first book, I should have written completely different now <laughs> right. that I'm at this point. Well, I've uh, written myself into a corner because of that first chapter. Uh, Daniel and I are, as we play in the, first Empire City collection are discussing how much we're allowed to go back and change on the serialized right. stuff oh, yeah. when we collect it up. Cause I'm just like, is it cheating? Like there's a whole ethical anyway. It's very, yeah. Or do you and find we don't even have anything wrong, big. Yeah. We don't even have anything big. Like it's pretty small stuff. And I'm still right. like, I don't know how I feel about setting up this precedent, man. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, the example I used was, you know, MCU is currently just leaving stuff on the table that they pretended was really important. Do we want it? I just, yeah, I don't know yet. Yeah. I'm talking about how, how much do you want to retcon stuff? Well, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah, retcon. No one likes a retcon very if it much. Goes, it's kinda... Okay. I'm going to push back on that because I got a lot of feelings about retcons. Some stuff is way better. Mm -hmm. It depends on what it is. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like every time I've ever seen somebody do a big retcon, like every response to it is like so negative. It's always like hate, 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 hate. So hard. <laughs> All of Batman Year One. Was good or bad? Entirely a retcon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's amazing. Yes. Yeah. I mean, well, it's aging, but comics are a little different, though. They reboot them all the time, though. That's yeah, different and that's, than and that's, a retcon. Yeah. I got yeah. see. I yeah. got a lot of theories. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> and, fair. And, and also, it's fair. like what we were talking about with Hulk, where it, we originally it was Sundown that was when he was changing, <laughs> uh, and, yes. and eventually they just kind of went, eh, no, it's just every time he's Yeah, angry. but like that was only a year later. Yeah. Anyway. Right. But you think it's barely we, a retcon. Yeah. Yeah, eventually you get to a point where also things change and so you go, well, that's not really the direction I wanted to, I want to go now because you started writing these when you were a kid. Well, when in high school, 10 years later, the world itself is a different place than yeah. it was then. And so when you're writing, you go, well, I want to take this kind of in a different direction. So do you, how important is it for you to, to understand what books one and two are when you're moving on to books four or five and six, et cetera. Yeah, that's, that's a hard <laughs> question, but I'll try. <laughs> I mean, one of the things that's good is I didn't try to go to like, like each book kind of has its own stuff, you know, like they kind of deal with their own kind of issues. But um, since I did have a pretty good outline, I do think I'm, I'm going to be okay with that for the mm -hmm. most part. Cause I do, I know where like all the hot, like all the major things are that are going to happen throughout the ser series. Um, just kind of filling it in to kind of get to all those major areas. I think nothing will like contradict because I kind of know mm -hmm. where it's all going. But yeah, it could it could be tricky. Well, <laughs> I mean, I know a lot of writers run into that because you know, like sometimes the sequels don't quite <laughs> it as good as the first ones. But you know, I just gotta just keep that keep that outline. <laughs> just try not to get too far from the this outline. Bible. Like, yeah, yeah. So this is the Bible. I mean, yeah. that's yeah. I, I think the only thing crazier than releasing a ten book series one or two at a time is holding on to all of them till you're done. Like that's yeah, yeah that's too much that's, work. That'd be twenty years of work and for never, real. nothing and, and, pay and, off, and, no payoff at all until then. And I mean, for me, like part of my part of my sort of writing philosophy is it's not done until somebody else reads it. Right. Sure. And I mean, sure, I 
I do mean beta readers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's not like then you go and you fix that you change more stuff and so at, yeah. the, at that point it's like nope i need new it's still not finished it's not because... done until like beta readers is part of the not quite done mm-hmm. as far as yeah. i'm concerned like i need some it could just be like my mom right yeah. it's not usually my but <laughs> my wife yeah. sure i mean like one person is is kind of enough like it's done philosophically but i mean yeah except for beta readers they don't count like i'm still in the process yes but yeah working on this thing just like in the salt mines for 10 solid books before anybody sees a word of it yeah i couldn't imagine cannot do cannot do and how much do you depend how much uh feedback have you gotten and does that change your idea of where you want because you're talking about readers do you get feedback from readers and go oh maybe because the other thing is if you write 10 books and then release them all at once there might be something in there that your readers just don't care for. And yeah. you're like, oh, well, I would have changed that. Ooh, if I, I lost them in book you know. three. Yeah, That's right. no good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, and of course, that professor, um, Mark Walling from East Central University, he helped me out a lot. He asked me a lot of really hard questions that really kind of pushed me to get over like things that didn't really work. Uh, so the, I really appreciate him. The metaphorical killing of darlings. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that was really helpful. I've got a couple of friends that have read it for me a couple of times, you know, that they're pretty honest. Like they like me, but they, they, they don't like me so much that lie to make me feel good about myself. <laughs> you you like, know what I mean? You like me more if you tell me what's right. Sucks. right. Yeah. <laughs> You're my real friend. Yeah. If you say something doesn't work, that doesn't work. So they help me out a lot. And then of course, you know, we got some pretty good editors at generation mm-hmm. Z too. Like they're really honest and they give good feedback. So, uh, one of them said that they thought a scene was kind of sexist. So I was like, okay, I got to fix that. Obviously, we can't have like yeah. something I like that. I would prefer it not yeah. to be read that way. <laughs> exactly. So let's fix this a little bit. So back to the lab. So, yeah. yeah. So there's some really, yeah. I mean, really unless stuff. that's the point. Like, yeah. Good. Keep an eye on that. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I mean, if, if it's a bad guy who's being, you know, yes, being a jerk and then that that's fine but also yeah you got i mean as i you know i we're in a room full of just white guys and so sometimes you got to be careful about yeah. uh of doing anything that that uh it just wouldn't work for if you've got a female reader if you've got a reader of color the, you don't want to upset you want to be able to sell this book to everybody i yeah. enlisted consultants yeah this week oh did you on something i know you've I'm done it before yeah, yeah but i mean new that, thing yeah. i was like hey i'm gonna need some help yeah I'm not talking about it right now. Okay. It's too soon. It's a precious new, I mean, I've got the seven anchor scene, so it's ready to be written, but I'm not talking about it. Of course not. You don't want to ruin your little baby. <laughs> me me, and a couple of people in the consultants. Yeah. Consultants. But I remember yeah. you were telling me about a book that you were writing that you had, you were worried about it seem, coming off almost as racist, um, and it wasn't until you read it later. I. That I was writing? Years, yeah, that was several years ago. Uh, something to do with apes. Something to do with gorillas. Or, <laughs> I don't no, no, no. Never wrote it. Just discussing it. Well, that's what I mean. It's, but you, okay. but, that, but that's why it made me yeah. think about the fact that you've got to be gorillas careful. Gorillas are a big deal in superhero comics, right? right? Like super sure. intelligent gorillas. There's Gorilla yeah. City. Gorilla City is in Africa. <laughs> right. Rethink your lives. Right? Like, yeah. I mean, this is a 50 or 60 year old concept. Nobody thought about this. But it's like, guys, you're, you're a room full of white dudes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> let's put gorilla grod in charge of africa guys yeah yeah exactly come on so you gotta be yeah. careful about things like that yeah that you i mean that you might not even i mean that's why you have the consultants right because yes. it might be a thing you don't even think about because it's not you it's not the stereotype 
that you are confronted with all the time. Sure. It's background radiation for you because it's not punching you in the face. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, that was an innocent plot point uh, to you. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's, so it's not even an indictment per se. It's just, I mean, the indictment is do better, I guess, right? Yeah. So, yeah. But yes, discussion of hyper-intelligent gorilla cities is like, well, I know where we're... Thank you, DC, for showing me what not to do. Yes. 50 years later. <laughs> I also like to hope in 150 years, race isn't really a thing. <laughs> Hopefully, in our country at least, but you never know. I well, may have mentioned would... I'm in the midst of a Russian right. winter, so sure. no. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. No. I, I would like to hope that society evolves that much in 100 years. Right now, I'd just like to hope that we still have a republic. <laughs> right. So... That'd, that'd, that'd be nice. I think, I think the alien invasion is looking better and better, actually. <laughs> I, for one, welcome our alien overlords. <laughs> right. Except they all want to eat us. It's the That's current overlords. Oh, do they really want to eat us? Oh, we're, we're the resource? <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. Are oh, wow. we cattle? Yeah. Is that why they came here? Because we're yeah, delicious? Uh, let's see. What did I say on here? I like the way I read. I'm going to read this because I like it. It's, uh, let's see. Uh, but humans are prey and a predator can only be tempted for so long. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah. So Earth is like a game reserve. We're <laughs> yes. not even cattle. <laughs> we're the most dangerous game-ish. That's right. Stupid we're aliens. <laughs> Yeah, we're kind of a little bit like we're just kind of. We need to kill them because they're pretentious. That's what I'm deciding now. (laughs) We're gonna we have a side of human. Uh, Yeah, yeah. I hunted this human myself. Note the heads on the wall, (laughs) and a game preserve. Ugh. Anyway, no, I'm into that. Like it makes them super jerks. Yeah, that noise was because good move. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's fantastic. Super hate those guys. Yeah, they're. um, they're I mean, you read this book, and I super hate those guys. They're a little bit like the Tyranids, you know, like from Warhammer 40k. Like they're kind of a like a thing that just sort of comes to a planet and just eats it, kind of thing. Yeah. Wait, are those the bug guys in Warhammer? Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. They're kind of they're they're like uh, bugish. Yeah, sort of like kind of that kind of thing. Yeah. But again. I'm cool with this. You're wearing your influences on your sleeve. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, right. I mean, Warhammer 40k is awesome. I love it. Also, like... hello, uh, Starship Troopers. Yeah. You know? yeah, the book the book actually deals with uh, campaigns against several aliens, yeah. and I just like the movie's like, nah, mindless hordes of bugs. It's right, cool. it is. It's just pretty a whole bunch slick. Of bugs. Let's just blow them up. Yeah. Well, that was the uh, first. It was aliens where they were about to send the Marines off to go. Find out what happened. And one of them goes, oh, it's just another bug hunt. Okay, precious. <laughs> Enjoy your trip. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I just, you know, yeah, there's going to be a lot of bugs out there. Yeah. <laughs> it's a more survivable yes, it species. Is. So, yeah. you know, anyway. Have your skeleton on the outside. It's easier to survive. Survive for yeah. six months without your head. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. That's terrifying. <laughs> That's all. Have lots of babies just go everywhere. Yeah. That's, yes. <laughs> Easily adaptable. We have so many that we have evolved into. Ch- I love this bit from Starship Troopers, and I honestly can't remember if it's in the book, but it's just like, eh, I don't know. We've evolved to where we're just going to fire our young into space. It'll hit a planet eventually. Yes. Right. And if it doesn't, guess what? I just made another one. Well, and that, and that how they found out about it in Starship Troopers, uh, the movie anyway, that, that they were starting to fire their yeah. their pods of babies and, and were heading toward Earth. And so they decided to go, oh, well, we'll just go attack them first. Yeah, yeah it'll be fine. <laughs> just a Doogie, bunch of bugs. Doogie Howser in a daring right. outfit. Awesome. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Love it. I'm going to watch that movie. And today. the girl from 90210. I think it's on Netflix right now. Elizabeth. Netflix, Elizabeth. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Doogie Howser, yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe it's just 90210. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. It was a long time ago. Was. It was long enough ago that I went to see Starship Troopers in the Dollar Theater in Stillwater drunk. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the first time I saw it. 
I saw it many other times and knew that I loved it. And then I was like, it's a dollar theater. Get tanked. Let's go. <laughs> now that you've seen it once. Yes. <laughs> Good time. So you said you start troopers. Who, what else has kind of influenced you on, on creating these, these books? Yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah, Starship Troopers, Ender's Game, um, Warhammer 40K. I just love Warhammer 40K. I just love that. That's fantastic. Kind of, that feeling of just kind of the the desperation and the fighting all the time. Uh, right, the grim dark future. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's only war. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, Gears of War was a big one. Uh, kind of a little bit of Halo too. You know, sort of like the the cool super our soldier guys with yeah, the armor yeah. and all that stuff. Um, Mass Effect a little bit. You know, I like, I like video games have been big like for me because. I'm a little bit, you know, I, I grew up playing a ton of like video games mm -hmm, and yeah. stuff. So like I really was influenced by a lot of video games, sci-fi video games. Um, and they're going to rub off. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's kind of hard to ignore things that you've just been doing for so long after a while. You're just I like, know. this is me. <laughs> what can I do? <laughs> you know? I, I know. Yeah, so. yeah. Superman shirt, Batman socks. I mean, at I one know. point I actually kind of thought about doing this as a video game storyline. Um, but it turns out you have to be a programmer to make video games. Yeah, yeah. it's true. <laughs> and you need artists like, and coders and just <laughs> a book you just sit down and write. Money. It. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if somebody ever wants to do it, I'll totally let them make a video game I'm out of it. Here for that. I'll yeah. totally uh, consult <laughs> and be there. But <laughs> waiting for your moment to sell out to <laughs> right. some video game company. Executive producer. <laughs> there sure, you go. Sure. I don't know. There's probably a name for that in video games that isn't executive producer, but yeah. yeah. Well, just creator. Yeah, some writers. Uh, and, you know, writers I can't like give that. my baby to other people. I have yeah. to be involved. Well, so I mean, no, I mean, you'd be you'd be the creator. You'd be the 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 the, the head writer. The all that kind of stuff. So yes. So any video oh, game, I, I, I wrote it out once there. already. Somebody else can do. Executive producer, just bring me the scripts. <laughs> make, make sure it's all okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, or are you working on anything else, or does this really? Kind it's of take a ten all book your... series, yeah, Michael. Cut the guy some slack. <laughs> well, I mean, come on, yeah. Um, I mean, <laughs> Josh, you, I know you've no, got many, <laughs> many, many pans in the fire. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. Um, I don't want you to judge everybody by my ridiculous <laughs> standard. It's ridiculous. Save yourself. Yeah. So, like. Um, one of the things for me that kind of helps me like get over writer's block is to work on something else for a little bit. Yeah, so, absolutely. Like if you just sit there, if you get stuck in one thing, you just you just you gotta stop. You sometimes. can't do it. Like you can't, you can't make yeah, yourself yeah, yeah. do something. You just aren't feeling it. So, yeah, I've got a couple other ones. Like I kind of wanted to do like a uh, couple fantasy novels. Like I wanted to do one that was like uh, with uh, basically like it's a group of assassins that kind of keep political stability across like all these different kingdoms. Um, and they're kind of like the bad guys, but they're really like everyone thinks they're the bad guys, but they're really just trying to keep like a world war from breaking out. It's kind of like their <laughs> mantra. How do you do that? Murder. <laughs> yeah, just, right. just kill anybody that's causing problems. Like, that that's kind of the idea. Does that make you the good guys or the bad guys? Just guys, man. Yeah. <laughs> just, just, just trying to keep guys. everybody from Doing killing everyone else. Just guys. Um, I wanted to tell like a like a science fiction story too about like. Um, like a world that's like a pure meritocracy. Like everyone is rated on like how good they are, different things. And that's kind of like how you find your place in the world. Oh, I thought that would be kind of fun. I kind of started drafting that out a little bit. Um, I couldn't write that not as a cautionary tale. Yeah, I mean, it'll be, definitely. Yeah. It's definitely like Here's how this is not cluster. great, but it's yeah. like, and like it sounds cool, but then when you get into it, you're like, oh, you're not that smart. Well, I guess you're going to be shoveling poop your whole life. Yeah. Like, no choice whatsoever. Just starting out. Yeah, you, it's almost a cast system. That's yeah. a good one. I yeah, like that one. that's yeah. kind of fun. I want to do that. Um, 
wanted to do another fantasy world where like there's all these different gods that have like a race that they all kind of like manipulate and that's kind of how they settle their arguments is like making their races fight each other <laughs> and, uh, that's very uh, warhammer it's pretty, yeah. old, <laughs> it's pretty old testament honestly yeah. so yeah do it yeah, so yeah. that one's kind of fun and then uh I kind of had an idea of like a climate change story where like people have to kind of like wander back and forth, kind of like migrating to say like where the climate's livable back and forth. Oh, I like that. Ooh, yeah, that would be good. Yeah, that's good. I yeah. like that's fun. Uh, solar punk is not that because yeah. solar punk is like after you've solved that problem. This is a very new idea, but I'm really fascinated by it because I'm like what I want to see more stories of what happens after we've solved the problem like we get it i mean obviously not everybody gets it but more right. more cataclysm stories this is not shade i think that because this migration story would actually not be about that's all back i mean i don't know your stuff yeah but i mean sure. that would be all backdrop as far yeah. as i was as, as soon as i hear it i'm like that's backdrop who cares like these yeah, group these of people are like fixing people it trying to following live. reindeer yeah. or whatever <laughs> yeah. right um but yeah, like like but getting past the cataclysm and let's like what does that even look like? Yeah. There needs to be a story there. Like the world building is certainly not enough for me. Plot, structure, these things matter. But I'm really curious, like and and generally so far, at least because it's really new, there wasn't like a big cataclysm so far. I mean, any more than what we're having right now. They just figured it out, fixed it, and now we're telling a different, you know, it's mm -hmm. a different thing. Yeah. It's yeah, I'm super fascinated by sort of the post climate change yeah. story but this migra i mean migration migration as a driving human force yeah. is really interesting because it was a big fat chunk of a lot of yeah, a lot people's of history, history yeah. uh for a long time yeah. and now it's just like <laughs> no one moves yeah <laughs> we yeah. don't do that now yeah we we, yeah. we now we make imaginary borders and yeah. you can't cross it right yeah yeah which is ridiculous because for you know a million years all we did was go to the next place. Yeah, Listen, take your sheep to the next watering hole. Don't tug on that thread too much, man. That's <laughs> right. basically the fabric of the country. So don't I listen. Mean, yeah. Shh, look away. <laughs> well, and I, I, I think you also it's Clark Kent's glasses for geopolitical systems. Right. Don't do it. I, I think the reason I, I like that kind of idea of it being post. You know, we've, we've the things have already happened, so now we've just got to figure out how to deal with what. The new, the new normal yeah. uh, reminds me very much of like Logan's run to where, well, I mean, we've <laughs> no, got, I we've know. got a problem. Listen. We have fixed it. We're all living in domes and you can't live past the age of 30. Yeah. Now we tell the story. So yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, everything no, else no, is it's not about, that. it's not about the cataclysm. It's about after. Yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 yes. I'm sorry. Lo I love Logan's run, but it's not great. I mean, you're right. I watched it okay, recently. Okay, you were about to argue. No, no, it's not. No, no, it's it's, but it's, but it's science fiction that's about a thing, yes. right? Like, it's this is also going to sound. This may sound like I'm shade because when I say science fiction, like, like, because words matter, right? For talking about what you're getting. Sure. Okay, so uh, when I say science fiction, it's got there's an idea. It's yeah. mostly an intellectual yeah. pursuit. Yeah. Okay. It's there can be actual humans in it who are having emotional reactions to the thing. But the theme, the thing we're talking about, is an it's a what if. It's an intellectual yeah. idea that we are then using these characters as a lens to inspect. Right, yeah. usually right? a reflection back that on our own. That is what I so. would say right. for science fiction, because otherwise, this is, this is uh, I don't want to talk about Star Wars, and I don't want to have this argument with you, but this is why I say Star Wars is not science fiction. No, there's it's not, science fantasy. There's not yeah, an intellectual conversation going on at all, right. which is super fine. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, you know, um, no, I, I but think this it, is me like splitting that hair sure, so that yeah. I know what I'm getting into. And Logan's run 
for the fact that it looks like it's made out of cardboard and everybody's haircut looks like they just got away yeah. from the Bee Gees. No shade. I'm into it. That's yeah. what my hair looks like after I wash it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, is this science fiction idea yeah. of let's look at this intellectual it's, it's problem. It's that late 60s, early 70s sci-fi. You include that. You include Silent Running with Bruce Dern. I don't know if you ever saw that one. Uh, where it Not there's recently, there's no trees yeah. anymore. There's the earth. Oh, and, yeah. and so they've shot all the trees into space. And Oh, yeah. And, and uh, yeah, it's, it's if you haven't seen it, um, it's, again, you it. I would love to see a remake of it. Because it could be remade right. and easily, it's not like any of this stuff is is not still very important. Um, but it just it it because of the style and the of course right, special right. effects. It doesn't, it's aged. Yeah, it aged. Yeah. But this uh like a a return to migratory, but with people who have a more robust idea of technology, like a post, like a yeah. 21st century idea of technology. Well, you have to manufacture that stuff. Yeah. So it's not like they can have iPads no. per se, <laughs> but they, but I mean, um, manufacturing that you're carrying around on your back. Right. What does that look like? I mean, it's kind of yeah. 3d printers, but you have to have some place to get the plot, man. Be interesting. I'm not doing it. I got yeah. enough stuff to do, but I'm in, I'm into this idea. Yeah, and I like. I, I subscribe to your mailing list yeah. right now. I want to know about that book when it comes out. Yeah, I don't know. That's probably a few years out, but I do want to write that eventually. I think I'll just do like a one novel. I don't think it'd be a series or anything. It'd just be a story. Yeah, you know? just throw something out. Yeah, that way, you know, people. You know, and also especially if you get to that writer's block and you're and people are are jonesing for the fourth or fifth book, you're right. like, here, take that. <laughs> I mean, this is the thing. This is the thing. Man, everything I say, it sounds like I'm throwing shade right at you, Preston. <laughs> it's, it's not. <laughs> but I mean, every every science fiction or fantasy author could stand to realize that not everything has to be a giant series. Sure, like, yeah. one is great. Two is fine. Get in and get out. Like, it doesn't have to carry the weight of everything if you have one specific thing to talk about. And I mean, the idea of a return, a post-21st century return to migratory living, I can also, I mean, I don't know how you would be, but I would be like, have to go read i'd have research to do yeah, before i could yeah, do that definitely i'd have to think like i was probably like thinking because what was it like yeah like what before? was the, what were the cavemen doing and stuff where they were yeah, chasing mammoths yeah, yeah, and junk yeah. like that like what were they doing what like, is that, that life what was like the actual route day you know? to day yeah and then what does that look like with again this kind of idea of tech that you can carry on your back or whatever yeah. um of course, you could if you so if really research. if you looked yeah. into if you if you looked into uh, studying up on there's there's several news stories out there about the uh, the refugees. Uh, right. Okay. Are, yeah. Refugees are, are a good do. example. I also guarantee that somewhere there is an ethnic group that is still just doing this. Yeah. Sure. Like governments that they land that they move through be damned and like yeah. what is that like for them? Yeah. 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 And not doing it and not doing it in because you you can kind of get in this direction with a lot of zombie fiction, but yeah. zombie fiction is all libertarian wet dreams and I don't want to talk about it anymore. Yeah. Like let's, let's have an actual, no, it's just, it's scarcity, I mean, but it's a scarcity that you are able to manage without it immediate. Yeah. You've got territories and you have to kind of protect them, but it's not just like this assumption that we will all return to listen, returning to barbarity might actually make us stab each other less right <laughs> so zombie fiction notwithstanding right. right anyway as long as there's not people out there trying to eat your brains you could actually make a pretty good story out of oh it. man come on zombies aren't the real monsters it's all twilight zone humans are the real monsters. of course right. yeah the people eating your brains i can you work still, with you that you don't need that i know right? what you they could want. actually but you can actually say you could tell the story about human faults human issues without having to introduce 
also introduces creatures that eat eat brains yeah. because there is i mean I, the, the reason there's so much more out there that can kill you sure. yeah. um and i uh, think uh post-climate change janked up tides right that right. sure do it yeah yeah, yeah. Sure. that and and if, if animals do uh, evolve in any way or they get wilder you know there's situations where oh, a whole bunch of them are just gonna die off like you're hunting your hunting and gathering is damned complicated. See, yeah. that's See, just more research. We're, we're yeah. just writing this yeah, thing up for you. <laughs> yeah, no, no I'm just, <laughs> I'm, I'm actually taught. I, I mean, even I'm very interested in the concept, and I really want to read somebody else's work on it because yeah. this is more research than I'm prepared yeah. to do. <laughs> Would love to yeah, read that, this. One. That's why this is the way. This is the ways yeah, out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Preston, where can people find? Uh, first off, your two first two books. Yeah, um, it's uh, we got it on uh, Amazon, of course, and. Uh, locally, we've got a couple copies over at Full Circle Books mm-hmm. and Best nice. of Books up in Edmond. Um, One of my favorite bookstores, Best of Books. I love yeah. that. Uh, love that bookstore. Yes, yeah, they're really they're really up nice. on Danforth and uh, <laughs> between Bryant and Boulevard. Yeah, yeah. So there, that's where you can, urban. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can pick those up, and of course, uh, I think you can get them on Barnes and Noble's website too now. Um, not any big chains yet, but working on it <laughs> can, you, can you can you buy the, the hard copy of amazon or can you also buy the uh, ebook yeah we got both yes oh that's great and uh, okay. i think we got it on kindle unlimited too so if you have that you can get it for free oh Just that's fantastic really great have you have you had any a luck of maybe getting some of the libraries to pick it up um i've, I've talked to a couple of them they did never come back with me i no. guess i need to i don't know, I don't know how more. hard that is for, yeah. for library a library purchasing yeah. yeah is kind of a complicated monster yeah. i think generally like by and large, I'm not talking about our library per se, but like there is a a willingness and an interest to carry stuff from local authors, yeah. but it's just it's complicated. And also, by the way, right here, giant budget crisis. Yes, yeah. yes. So, well, yeah, yeah. They, they, I mean, they really they they had have to think that they're going to get people in to pick up the book yeah. if they're going to yeah. put it out. So, I mean, I'd probably I have understand to donate that. them or something. I don't, I don't know. That could you know, it's probably it'd probably be. I'd probably also have to get like hardbacks. I don't think they really like paperbacks too much. No, no, they they do would rather, much rather have hardbacks that they yeah. can. Yeah, and I, I don't have a hardback version right now. And introducing ebooks into the library ecosystem is. Byzantine. <laughs> I haven't tried I that. Yet. It's really. I, it's, there, it's I don't. Needlessly. Byzantine. I still don't understand the fact that there are only a limited amount of copies of ebooks. Yeah. What is I, the deal with that? I like, don't understand. Publishers. <laughs> Why do I have to keep rechecking out my audiobooks <laughs> that I'm trying to finish? Traditional publishers are kind of dumb. Yeah. I just. I. You it's know, run by old people because it's digital. As many people can have it. <laughs> yeah. Literally. It's a copy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So yes, I shouldn't have to return my copy. My um, audio also, audio copy. trickery. Depending on what device you're using, airplane mode. They can't take it back. Oh, oh, I didn't know that. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm gonna have to start doing they, that. Just be like, see. my wife get is overdrive, download everything, airplane mode, never turn it back on. for this. <laughs> you awesome. just stick it on airplane mode. They can't take it back. Yeah, because it's not online. <laughs> now, as soon as it comes back online, it's like they're all gone. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, Aha, see? Yes, trickery, subterfuge. That works. Uh, Fantastic. And when is uh, book three coming out? Uh, I just sent it back for the final once over by the publisher, so they haven't set an exact date, but I think it's going to be in the next couple months. Oh, that's awesome. Pretty quick. So it's going to be, I would say probably March at the latest. Be on the lookout. Time to read the other two. Yes. You have exactly enough time. Oh, and if you are going to buy a physical copy, I'm about to get the cover art redesigned, so it'll look much cooler. <laughs> so nice. <laughs> maybe to hold off a little bit. Get the ebook for now, for sure. But if you want a physical one, give me about a month. I got much better art coming out. Who does Who does your cover art? Oh, I found this dude named uh, Laszlo Ludravan. 
Uh, fantastic name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's like from Serbia or something, but like his art is amazing and uh, he's doing some stuff for me and it's, it's going to look way, way better than what we got right now. <laughs> so That's fantastic. Very nice. Very good. Um, th- thank you very much. And uh, Preston, we'll look for your book, uh, Best of Books, for Full Circle Bookstore and Amazon. And hopefully you said uh, Barnes Noble as well. Yeah, well, uh, online. You can get it on their website. Yeah. 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 So, awesome. E-books. Thank you very much for stopping by. Hey, thanks, guys. And uh, that's going to do... Oh, where can people find you on the World Wide Web? Oh, yes. Uh, I am on Facebook. I have a Facebook page, uh, Lion Blade Saga on Facebook. Uh, I have a Twitter account that is Omnis Techni at Twitter, or at Twitter. Spell Omnis that Techni. for me. Yeah, sure. It's uh, O-M-N-U-S-T-E-C-H. H N I, and yeah, that's the main ones. I'm also on. uh, Yeah, (laughs) that's uh, that's kind of one of my. uh, That's kind of like what uh, one of the alien species is their name for God. (laughs) It's super egotistical, (laughs) but you know, I'm writing this stuff, so I kind of am the God of the world. I'm into (laughs) it. Sure. (laughs) That's fantastic. All right, look for you there. Fantastic. Uh, Do you have a website or anything like that? Uh, no, No, not right now. Need to come up with a website. Those are always cool. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to get some more artwork. <laughs> That's kind of what, like I want to get some cool stuff to put on there first before you can get the yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I get that. Yeah. <laughs> just like some text would be not super exciting <laughs> for people. A MIDI player and some sprites. You're right. Straight some clip art, you know? Like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Like an old... Just uh, playing in the background. We need yeah, a reason thing. for it to be like that. So maybe not for these books. But no, you know, yeah. generally the website takes me back. I'd forgotten about that. Yeah, I just yeah. want it to look like Space Jam. Yes. <laughs> right. At the end of the day, why not? Sure. Because... Yeah. So that's going to do it for our show. You can find us on our website at okiegeek.com. Also on Twitter and Facebook at Okie Podcast. That's also the address for our Gmail account. Would love to hear from you. You can also find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and iTunes. And uh, Josh, where can people find you on the World Wide Web? I got new stuff this week. Yay. What's like going? you need to be looking out for these things. So uh, I have already launched my Batman the Animated Series podcast, but we have new episodes. There were five launched on day one, uh, new ones every Monday until we run out of season one mm-hmm. stuff. We are not doing every episode. Right. You're but just kind of overview. The we're whole, cream of the crop. Pick the, pick right? the ones that matter. Um, so, so look for that. It's called an animated discussion, DCAU, because right now we're just talking about Batman, but we will eventually have Superman and Justice League and all of that fun stuff. So animated discussion, new Batman stuff every Monday. Also, this morning we started a new little thing for, uh, for Batman the Animated Series. Pulp Diction presents Saturday morning cartoons. So we watched the first because we're not covering every episode of mm-hmm. the the first season. I had people who were very interested in talking more about even the episodes we couldn't record about. So we're going to watch a couple episodes every Saturday morning till we run out. Uh, the hashtag is um, PD Sat AM Tunes T O O N S. So look for that. And lastly, you are coming up close, friends. February eighth. We are dropping the entire first phase of Marvel movies. Your superhero scholar, me, and story expert Lonnie Diane Rich of Chipperish Media are dropping Listen Up A-Holes. <laughs> I, saw, I saw you the advertisement for that. Yeah. It's very exciting. It's going, the shows are amazing, and we are dropping all of phase one. So that's, uh, that's Iron Man, Incredible Hulk, Thor, Iron Man 2, Captain America, and Avengers all go live on the 8th. And then about a week after that, we will do our fresh off-seeing hot take of Black Panther. There you go. With a special guest, uh, 
from Sista Speak Productions. Sista K will be joining oh, us awesome. to discuss Black Panther on our in our hot take manner. Uh, but that show is going to be great because Lonnie is not only a big part of why I am a better storyteller, but I mean she understands story in a way that I do not run into very often anywhere. And then she invited me on because I do that to her with superhero stuff. So, um, yeah, you get like a really good overview of the stuff that got distilled down into the movie for me. And then we talk about the production history because most of the time it's bananas. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then we, you know, just kind of go over the movie and we end on a high note. It always ends with our favorite thing. So, yeah, we uh, because of your suggestion last weekend, my son and I watched and I rewatched. I think he hadn't seen it yet. The Incredible Hulk. Yeah, everybody doesn't talk about it, and they really should. It's because good. it's 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 much good. it's much better than I remember it being. But it was it was it came and I'd forgotten it came out the what week after Hulk? Uh, no, uh, Iron Man. I think it was the next month. But yeah, it was but not it was, very long. It, it was the same summer. And, but because but that was Universal, not Marvel. It kind of gets lost that it's that it's, but it's MCU. It is MCU because I mean, yes, it's tied in. Stark shows up at the end. Uh, 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 General Ross comes back. There's there's uh, mention, eventually there's um, mention of uh, Captain Mar or Captain America uh, Captain America and the Super Soldier Serum. So they, being they on talk ice. about the Super Soldier Serum yeah. and they name drop Weapon Plus, but no actual like Captain America talk, but there's, right. it's floating around it's in there. the background. It's there. Um, and you know, it's they, also, they, they, they go through and they show, show the shield, their strategic homeland. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, so it's, it's all, also really good. Yeah. Like that's the, oh, other, yeah. that is the thing. I actually enjoyed it a lot more than it I remember enjoying it. It is dark and it is not, I mean, a thing that I've rediscovered is Iron Man's pretty dark, but you don't notice it because of all this chutzpah. Mm -hmm. uh, Incredible Hulk just owns its darkness. Also, not for nothing, one of the best treatments, uh, and we do talk about this in more detail, but it's one of the best treatments that any woman of the MCU receives, and it's it's one oh, uh, Betty is Betty. Yeah, um, she's not the best treatment in Phase One. I will accept your guesses as to who is the oh. best. The best. Well, I just don't want to. I got a lot of stuff to talk about. Right. So, um, but I mean, she's, so she's not the best treatment in phase one, but considering most of the treatment all the time is pretty terrible. She stands out. She is so good uh, in that, in that movie. So anyway, yeah. Incredible Hulk. It's great stuff. Go yeah. watch it. Very watch good. it now. Also, I'm going to talk about it on a podcast. In a it's weeks. on, where did we see it on Netflix? Uh, Possibly on Netflix. Or Amazon. It was Amazon. It was on Prime. Yeah. We saw it on um, Amazon Prime. We're trying to rewatch them all before. Yeah. HBO anymore, Go. So. Also, I think it's on, I think it's available on HBO Go. Don't hold me to that because those change all the time. Yeah, I'm hoping those come back. So a lot of them come out, especially as we get closer to Avengers. I'd like to see. Um, I'd like to rewatch the Captain America trilogy. I'd re like to rewatch the Iron Man trilogy before we get to Avengers. Before 4. you get to Infinity War, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Or Avengers three. I always think of it as Avengers four because I always think of Civil because War. Civil War is, is Civil basically War. Avengers, Avengers two point five. Yeah. The, uh, 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 basically, second act and resolution of Civil mm -hmm. War is Avengers yes. Right. Yes, 2.5. It is. It is. It Avengers 2.5. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, you can find me at KOSU Michael C. The Okie Geek Podcast is brought to you by Okie Comics, a bi-monthly anthology publication showcasing the talents of Oklahoma creators with stories featuring Oklahoma. Copies are available at Half Price Books, New World Comics, Speeding Bullet Comics, All Star Comics, 
action, amazing action comics, Loot and XP, Boarding House, Paseo Plunge, Museum of Osteology, and Commonplace Books. With more locations coming soon, you can find out more at okiecomics.com. Be sure and subscribe to the podcast. Also, rate us and leave a comment. Until next time, along with Preston Marshall, I'm Michael Cross. I'm Joshua Unruh. Reminding you to keep calm and geek on. Geek on.